Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Carl Hutchinson Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Hutchinson. I want to start by updating from last week's show, so I got some comments on, on the old socials. Somebody said, very funny, thank you very much, FYI, pump is break wind in East Coast Scotland too. The other is purely a West Coast thing. So that's good to know. That's I didn't realise I didn't realise you were divided on the word pump as well. So that's good. That's a East Coast, West Coast. So break wind in East Coast and then West Coast is the is to have sex with one another. That's well I, I challenge I challenge the east and west of Scotland to a pump off. That would be <laughs> and both both parties attended, and both parties had very different ideas of how the pump off should be played. It was it was a fiasco, and thus concludes the one and only pump off between East and West Coast Scotland. And speaking of Scotland, somebody else got in touch saying Glasgow here. I've had many uh, pieces slash roll with sausage roll. What what's a pieces slash roll? I've had many a pieces slash roll with a sausage roll, pies, and pizza crunch, battered deep fried pizza quarters. I've got no idea what that means. Probably taken 20 years off my life. I suspect so. I mean, yeah, just sausage rolls, pies, pizza. I assume you've had all of that in in a roll. That sounds... I mean, don't get us wrong, the, the pie roll did look nice. I just, I've never ever seen it before. I was in Scotland recently. I was in Glasgow and I just wanted a pizza. I didn't know this, but the, I mean, Glasgow is of like... I know you've got a blue lagoon, but I didn't realise there was like a blue lagoon for every which direction you're facing at a given moment. It's like you can, you can look up and you can see a blue lagoon. You can turn around. There's a blue lagoon. Blue lagoons is like a, a fish and chip shop. I think it's a very famous one in Glasgow. And I went and I was like, oh yeah, just a pizza, please. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, no worries. And then, I, thankfully, they didn't make it ahead of time. I was like, yeah, I just want, like, a cheese and tomato. And he was like, basically, the only thing you can get there, was my understanding, was a deep-fried pizza. I was like, oh, no, no, I don't need a deep-fried. And I was, like, laughed out of the... I was laughed out of the Blue Lagoon, straight into the arms of another <laughs> Blue Lagoon. So so I just got, like, a pizza. And, yeah, I was just having to walk around going, yeah, just, just as long as it's not deep-fried. But, yeah, I think that's Blue Lagoon's 
speciality. I'm not saying, I'm not generalising, I'm not saying all of Glasgow goes around, deep, hey, you better keep hold of your baby, otherwise she'll be deep fried in a heartbeat if you don't, if, you, if you're not careful, they'll, bloody, they'll deep fry your bloody mother if you're not careful. None of that. But from what I understand, you can't get a regular pizza in Blue Lagoon. As always, correct us if I'm wrong, Podcast at gmail.com. I got some more updates as well on the Lily eating cat food situation. Um, a few people are going, you know, a real effective way of parenting sometimes is just to give them what they want and they'll realise that they don't like the taste of it and then they'll never do it again. Well, thank you very much. I tried that and evidently Lily loves the taste of cat food. It can be wet food or dry food. It, it's usually when I've made her some Weetabix or, or, or an egg in the morning and I'm sorting a table out and I'm getting the mat down and the table and a little bib and I just see her like, she's just like, before I know it, she's like snuck off and she's just in the kitchen and she's just, to say that she likes the taste of it, she's just chowing down on it. So I don't know, I don't know how to not get her to eat cat food. Obviously, you know, don't, don't get us wrong, I'm not, I'm not feeding her it, right? I'm not, you're not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna end up on some Channel 5 documentary here, right? But I think it's, it's unfair. I can't take the cat food and put it on the kitchen shelf because then, then the poor cat, Luna, she's looking at us going, well, why are you, why are you throwing me under the bus here? What have I done? You know what I mean? I've only ever, I think at one point on a morning, I looked and while I was trying to get the cat food, off Lily, Luna was in the living room having some Weetabix, couldn't believe her look. So next time I'm back, I'm just going to give Luna Weetabix and Lily cat food and we'll just see, I'll just have two feral pet slash children. So I'll be fine. And while I'm reading the socials as well, oh, by the way, I got a lot of flack for the Timpsons comment. I said, I think I said something to the effect of, and we'll get into this as well. So th- this is coming, right? So don't, don't be, don't be deep frying anybody, right? Don't be battering people, right? Just hang on, because there's a lot of Timpsons patter coming up in this podcast. I put this on, I always put like little trailers out for the podcast, and uh, I put them on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, X or whatever, you know, um, and then the, the the one that's not X, what's that? The, oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Memes? No, it's not memes. Memes? Threads. It's threads, isn't it? Is it threads? I don't know. It's the one that everyone got excited about and now nobody uses it. It went on there as well. Anyway, um, Instagram, fine. Facebook, fine. Threads, clothes, all that, fine. X, no worries. And then... TikTok, I this I was driving back from uh, well, Anth was driving his back, bless him. Um, he was driving. <laughs> I'm jumping all over the place here, but he was in pool. We were in pool last night. I'll get onto this as well. This is all to come. This is all to come. And he got a text. We set off from pool at ten in the morning from Newcastle, so that we get to pool for like five at night. You've got a bit of waiting around time, but if you set off, you go well. It takes exactly seven hours. So if we if you set off at eleven. You're bound to hit traffic, so inevitably you have to leave early. Anyway, he's ironed his clothes before he's left the house, and then he just got some messages from his wife. The stupid sod, I can't believe he did this, right? Like, I mean, thankfully his house didn't burn down, but he's obviously ironed his clothes before he left. He just got some text just going, you've left the iron on all day. So that was text one, and then we had to go and do the sound check, so then he came back to the next two texts, which was just, um... Iron stinks, <laughs> right? And then, and then it's immediately followed by... Iron's fucked. <laughs> I said, Aunt, you're lucky you didn't burn your house down here. But um, anyway, we're driving back from Shrewsbury last week. Great gig in Shrewsbury. Thanks very much. There's a second one because that's sold out dead quickly. So there's a second one, 5th of November, if anyone's interested. And we're driving back. So at 2 in the morning, I'm getting like 32 comments on me on me Timpsons thing. All I said was, and, and I'll stand by it, I've never met an employee of Timpsons who's been able to successfully cut a key 
first time round. That's that's all I said, right? That, that's what I'm basing it on. I've had three goes. We'll get into all of that. But first, I want to read one of the emails. If you want to get in touch, by the way, thanks very much. Carl Hutchinson podcast at gmail.com. So we've got an email from Debbie. So th- this is great. It's There's a lot of heart in it, right? But the, uh, there's a gross bit right at the top, and I'm going to deliberately cut it out because this, Debbie, going forward, you should have closed with this one, right? This is great. Loving the podcast. It's relatable. I feel like we've had the same experiences. Fantastic. Yeah, so another thing, uh, I never overpay for Kellogg's variety packs. Oh, great. So you're talking about how I only paid a pound for toothpaste. Well, imagine my rage when uh, they went from £2 to £3.50. Uh, I guess when it comes down to it, I'm still a working class girl at heart. I may wear slightly nicer shoes and coats, but deep down, I ain't paying more to pocket shareholders. The Freddo, the big fat cats at Freddo share. Well, actually, it's fat frogs. I, <laughs> I'm not paying the those those fat frog politicians at Freddo's. Please keep the laughs coming. You have no idea how much your podcast cheers me up when the days get too much at times. That's lovely. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's nice to know that I'm cheering people up. I, I feel like a bit of a lunatic sometimes. I'm in a hotel. I've just got me, me mic and me the thing that the mic goes into. Not a laptop, right? It's a, it's a separate thing. It's called like a pod track or something. So that's great to know. It's great to know so many people are listening. So appreciate that. Right. You're not getting off the hook that much, Debbie. This week's podcast uh, episode was certainly a trip down memory lane. No, we've done that. Where's the Where's the monkey bit? Where's the monkey bit, Carl? Want to hear something scummy? Yes, please. Well, but right. Okay. So I'm talking about last week how I was biting me nails and I think that's the only effective toothpick. Debbie says, a sp- I, Debbie has seen me and arguably raised me here. Well, back in my poorer days, I once used my... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I've got a pad cough, so excuse me. I once, during my poorer days, I once used my own hair as floss. Wow, your own hair as as dental floss. I ran out of the actual stuff. Obviously, you know, it's not... I mean, thanks for that, but I'd like to think if there's a choice between pulling your hair out and floss, you're going to... Yeah, well, how much does it hurt to pull your hair out? And B, I could feel this annoying piece of sweet corn that I could not tongue out. Okay, confession time. I still hair floss from time to time. I have thick hair. What's a girl to do at critical times? Wow. So see, right, okay. So even though you, you effectively, uh, from what I imagine, thanks, Debbie, uh, get in touch, collegeandpodcast at gmail.com. So even though you, you, you're doing better than you were back in your old hair flossing days, even though you have regular access now to, to dental floss, you still use your thick hair. Maybe you could pull it out, bottle, bottle it, package it, sell it. I don't know. Debbie, you might be there might be a gap in the market. If I, if I see you on the next series of Dragon's Den, I don't think I'll be surprised. But thanks. Thanks very much for getting in touch. So what's been going on at home other than other than me daughter having some uh, some cat food going feral? We've uh, we're getting a new house. We're moving house. We're, we're saying goodbye to the one that we've lived in. If you've ever seen me shows before, this was the house uh, where we moved in and I didn't have a bathroom and I had to go in a bin bag in the garage one time. If you've seen me stand up, it's up there on YouTube. If not, I'm sure we'll get into it down the road on the podcast at some point. Well, I say that. I mean, I say get into it as if as if it's this massive story. Basically, that 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 was it. We were having, we've only got the one bathroom in the house. We were having that done. I was waking up and I was running to Asda. That's how I began my morning. I just had to quickly run to Asda. It's about a 10-minute walk or five minutes if you run. And I've effectively found that out the hard way from time to time. And yeah, I would one day I woke up, realized Asda was too far and I couldn't go in my garden, obviously, for the, the neighbors. So I went in the garage and I shat in a bin bag. And that I 
ended up basing a whole show around that. Actually, it's from 2019. It's called I Know I Shouldn't Behave Like This, and it's on YouTube, like I say. But I think on YouTube, you just type Carl Hutchinson Live. I don't even think I bothered putting the, the title in. It's on there. It's on there. You want it? You'll find it. It's fine. But we're moving house. Now, because I'm on tour... And when I'm home, um, it's full on. I don't really get a chance. So the house viewing was on Saturday. So I was I was in I was in Shrewsbury or oh god, where the hell? That's it. You don't even remember where you were from. I think I was in Birmingham. I might have been. Oh yeah, I was in Birmingham. I saw a Warhammer there. You know the shops where you can play Dungeons and Dragons and all that. Um, I saw I saw one of them, and that that sparked a few memories I want to talk about today as well. Right. So what's happened is with with Sophie, my wife, has viewed the house with me, mother-in-law, with Sophie's mom, Wendy, and we'll, and they loved it so much, I trusted them 100%, and so we've put the offer in, and they've accepted. So we've already had a buyer lined up for our house for, for quite some time. I was worried we were going to lose him. He's been nothing but patient. And yeah, we're moving, we're moving house, and this is going to be our father house, and this is going to Make sure that I'm on the road for at least a couple of more, <laughs> at least a couple of more years. Um, so I'm a bit frightened with that, but you know everything always works out. As long as you, hopefully, as long as you work hard and there's not another pandemic or whatever, it should be fine. Fingers crossed. Ah! But yeah, we've bought a house and I've not seen it. Now I told a lot of my mates this. Apparently, that's not the normal thing. They can't get their head around it. But I mean, I've seen the link. Do you know what I mean? I've, and that's all, that's all you need, right? I've seen the link, I've seen the pictures, but most importantly, I've seen how excited Sophie was and I've seen how excited Wendy was and I know they've got good taste and I know they know what they're talking about when it comes to houses. So is there, is there anything to be said for, like, I'm clever enough to know I'm a stupid man? Like, I know that if I like it and Sophie doesn't, there's probably a reason why. Do you know what I mean? If I if I don't like it and Sophie does, we're probably going to end up getting the house. So why? What I'm trying to do, I'm just I'm just trying to cut out all of the all of the hoops you have to jump through. Like, oh, let's go and see it. What do you think? Blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. If if Sophie's happy, Wendy's happy, I'm happy. That's that's fine, right? That's that. I think a lot of people might think that's laziness as well. It's not. It's just. That's the way it's going to go anyway in the end. So why bother having an argument? I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think blokes just want to be left in peace, don't they? That's all I want to know is we're moving. Is this the last house that we, we don't ever have to move house again after this? No? Great. Let's do it. And I'll 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 be excited. So I know it's like it's hard to go. Well, you haven't even you haven't seen you haven't even seen it. How can you get excited? Well, I can't get excited because we've got to have mortgage meetings. We've got to have survey done. We've got to have oh god. We've, we've got to actually move. You've got to physically pick all your stuff up and put it in another. I'll be excited about three months after we've been in the house and 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 I look forward to that day. But for now, we're moving. Fine. I look forward to seeing the house that I'm going to live in for the rest of my life. And I'm not very good. I don't have a very good poker face. I'm so glad I haven't had to see the house because I, yeah, uh, I don't have a good. Do you know if you don't like the house? Like I don't. What I want to do straight away to the person showing us around is like, how how dare you show me this dilapidated piece of shit? Right? Like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with the person who lived here? What's wrong with all that? So it's it's better that I've just. Uh, skip that whole process. Sophie sent, Sophie sent us the link for the new house as well. And I've checked and all I've done is replied. But right, I'm going to get my phone. I'm going to... So she sent me a Zoopla link for the house and my reply was as follows. And I'm not doing this to be deliberately horrible, right? Or, or obtuse or obnoxious or anything. But this is just a little insight as to what I'm, what I'm like. As if this podcast isn't insight enough. What's Sophie saying? Can you ask Kettle if there's a particular surveyors he would recommend... 
there's loads online just wondering if there's one that's better than the others. Oh, God damn it. Right, okay. Fuck's sake. Right, okay. I've got to do that as well. So I've got to find... So after I do this, I've got to find this survey. Kettle is the name of a friend. Um, a lot of time people always say, why is he called Kettle? It's not like, a, hey, he wants shag the kettle. No, his last name's Kettle. That's that's the top and bottom of it. Uh, right, okay. So, I, so Sophie messaged me with the link for the house, and my reply was as follows. Chicken tikka madras, pilau rice, sag paneer, garlic naan, in brackets, not sharing. Yeah, she always tries to share some me naan. I hate that. She'll go like, oh, yeah, well, well, I'll not eat a full one, so I'll just have some of yours. I go, but I will eat a full one, so you, you're going to have to get whatever the extra is. You you get your extra garlic or peshwari naan or whatever it is, and I'm, I'm having me full naan, all right? So I hate that. So I have to put in brackets, not sharing. I sound like a dick, but... Why was I talking about that? Oh, yeah, she sends us a house. So, yeah, send us a house. I looked at it. I was like, right, that'll do. And it just goes in one ear, out the other. I did. I was just thinking what we're doing for our curry tonight. So, um, and Sophie was picking it up because I was, I think I was bathing Lily at the at the time. And I spent, I spelled Pilo as as in Pilo rice, as in the metro station Pilo, like P-E-L-A-W. Hey, Kettle, if you're listening to this and I forgot to text you, by the way, let us know if you know a good uh, surveyor as well. That'd be great. I mean, he is a quantity surveyor, so I don't know if he could do it or what. Who knows? Doesn't matter. And and more importantly, you don't need to worry about that, listeners. Ah, yes, yes. So let's get on to the the TikTok Timpsons dogs abuse. I got absolute dogs abuse for this, and and rightly so. Fair enough. You know what? I'm going to hold my hands up. I've had nothing but bad experiences with Timpsons, but if people want to pile on and tell me their good experiences and why I am also subsequently a knobhead, that's fine. That's your right to do that. That's uh, my It's my right to do this, and it's your right to reply, and it's also my right to turn the comments off, which I essentially had to do at the end, because from the hours of midnight to two in the morning, I'd received 32 comments, most of them telling us why I was a wanker. In fact, do you know what? I'm going to turn the comments back on, and uh, you can you can have a couple of <laughs> you can have a couple of reads of these. I was not expecting so much brand loyalty, but for the, if you think of the Venn diagram of of TikTok and Timpsons, it it was quite it was quite remarkable. What what else is on my phone? What else is on my phone here? I've got Gmail coming up. The Gym Group flash sale, no joining fee. I used you once, right? Gym Group, Christ, I used you once in Bournemouth. Because I was there for a day. Stop trying to get us to come round and have dinner with you, for heaven's sake. That'll be that'll be next week's, won't it? Be everyone getting in on, on threads. Hey, don't be slagging off the gym group, you fucking twat. That's nice. Nice. Hey, hey, TikTok. I hear when you do that. You you go on TikTok and then just like you don't. You, Shut up, man. Right, mute. Mute, 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 mute. You don't get a chance. You don't get five minutes on TikTok. You as soon as TikTok's up, it's just like. Hey, what are you doing? Are you all right? Like, hey, what's going on? You just, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, it's very, oh, very unsettling. Anyway, Timpsons comments. Somebody said, not having Timpsons slander on my timeline. That's fine. And then they give us that. I don't know what that means. Do you know when they do the thumbs up with the little finger? So if you get your fist now, close your fist, and then you open your little finger and your thumb. It's that. It's that one. So that's fine. No worries. Somebody's, somebody said, just a ball bag in a van. That's that's quite good. Obviously Scottish. So Never been to the one in Cooper Square in Burton then? No. No, of course I haven't. No, I'm I'm talking... Right, sorry, I forgot to tell you. I, I'm talking specifically about my three Timpsons 
experiences. So the first one, because I didn't explain this properly in the previous episode. So the first one, I was living in a student house and the landlord must have had some sort of like protected key for this lock. So what it meant was that this key couldn't be duplicated. It was only the landlord who had to give his permission or the, the, the company could give the permission. You can't just go to a regular outlet and get somebody to cut the key. And that's fine. That's my mistake. All I'm saying is that I didn't have to be laughed out of Timpsons like I was laughed out of Blue Lagoon for not wanting a pizza to be deep fried or whatever, right? He was like, oh, you can't have that key here. What do you what do you think you are? Hey, you're not. And, and the worst thing about it, do you know when like, his mate, like his mate, was walking through the shop at the same time, and he was like, "He wants what? He wants what?" Well, ah, so they were both just like getting in. So I was like, "Right, fine." Second time, I just wanted the key cut. He, he cut it. Everything was great. I went back to use it. It didn't work, so I had to go back again. And then he, he tried it again. It didn't work, so I just asked for my money back. And then, oh yeah, and that was a. And then the banger was that the 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 pièce de résistance. Is that how you say it? Pierre pièce de résistance. The PS to resist fall free. The PS to resist fall free was on the third time. I said, could you cut this key? He went, yes, certainly. I'm a bit busy, which meant he had like a watch to do as well. Um, oh, already I can feel, I can feel a comment piling in for this one. So you're a bit busy. Can you go and do your shopping? Because it was in the NASDAQ. I was like, can you go and do your shopping? I was like, yeah, no worries. I'll go do the shopping. Come back. Great. Lost the original. So they, they are the three experiences that I'm going from. Evidently, I've just been, I've had bad luck three times in a row. But I hold out hope that the fourth experience, because I'm not giving up on them, fourth experience will be positive. But let's get back to some of these, some of these comments. Never been to the one in Cooper Square in Burton. Then. No, no, I haven't. I'm glad, I'm glad you're flying the flag for that. Uh, to be fair, I work in a place where we cook keys. Sometimes we don't have the blank. That's fine. No worries. Oh, yeah, that's why I deleted the comment, because somebody else commented saying, and most of them have been jailed. And I don't think that's very nice, because uh, then somebody got on uh, in touch saying, Timpsons is one of the few employers who actively support released prisoners, which is great. But then they got into a big old back and forth, and you go, ah, you know what, this is... When you start to read that, you go, it's it's getting a bit... It's getting a bit silly. And then I just, and then I, I got what I can only describe as TikTok based insults. Somebody just said chat and waffles. So, you know, I had to Google that one and, you know, it just means you're talking rubbish, which I guess, you know, waffle, if you're waffling on, you're talking rubbish. So there's that, that's fine. So I, I'll, I'll accept that one. I'll hold, I'll hold my hands up. You know, if, if you think I'm talking rubbish, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> Another white guy doing a podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. Got, got his bang to rights there. That's fine. And then the other one, <laughs> this is me favorite. It just said, uh, Carl Hutchinson sniffs bus seats. Pass it on. <laughs> <coughs> Carl Hutchinson sniffs bus seats. I mean, and I was like, is that code? Is that code for something? So again, I'm having to Google chatting. I'm Googling chatting waffles and I'm Googling sniffs bus seats. <laughs> I think, you know what? When you have to start Googling the insults, you go, you know what, I'll just, I'll turn the comments off. We don't, we don't need these, but um, it's been a week now. I might turn them back on just so people can have a good read. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I remember I was on the bus once in Manchester and a, a bloke got on. So I used to live in Manchester, but when the train would get into Piccadilly, uh, Manchester Piccadilly, it's not really worth going to Piccadilly Gardens because it's if you're on foot, you can, if you know your little back routes and all that. If you get out the, the back exit of Piccadilly, I don't know if they've closed the roads now or, or you, you can't access, but there was a time you could just walk alongside the bridge and before you knew it, you were bang there at uh, Manchester Oxford Road, which would you know cut off about 20 minutes worth of your journey. And then you get the bus from Oxford Road back up to Rushholm, where I used to live. Um, so I'm on the bus there and always avoid Piccadilly Gardens. If you, Every time you're in Piccadilly Gardens, there's, there's a man trying to make you as religious as he is uh, there's a couple having an argument and there's a bunch of school kids having a fight. Every time you pick at Dilly Gardens, they're, they're your three bingo cards as well. I love the religious people. I love the I love the conspiracy theorists. You know what I mean? The, I've, I've, you never meet a conspiracy theorist or you never meet like a religious person who just wants to keep themselves to themselves. Do you know what I mean? You never hear somebody just going, ah, you know, the, the Earth's flat and UFOs exist and we're all aliens and, you know, the Illuminati's taking over, but... But you know what? I don't really like to talk about it. How are you? You never, you never, you never get that. It's always just, what are you doing? Trying to get a bus? Well, repent your sins now or you're going to fucking hell. You go, I'm just trying to get the Didsbury made. Will you chill out, please? I love that on Channel 5 as well. It's always, Channel 5, 10 o'clock, secrets of UFOs exposed. You go, well, not the other. You know what I mean? You're not, if it's pre-scheduled. If it was a proper, I always think if it was a proper major secret of a UFO, it would be on the news, wouldn't it? It would be breaking news, alien, not, oh, we'll keep that for Channel 5, 10 o'clock on a Tuesday. So anyway, I'm on the bus in Manchester and I was not, I'll tell you now, swear down, right? That's the, I'll tell you, my hands are up, I am swearing down and there we go, just spat on the floor. That was the, that's what you had to do with school, wasn't it? To, to prove that you didn't, <laughs> that you were telling the truth. Hey, hey. And you spat on the floor, swear down. Go, oh, well, well, he swore down, Your Honour, so his story checks out. Yeah, he's he's free to go. The, the spit's on the floor, so his, his argument's airtight. So I swear down, I was not sniffing the seats on this bus. I got on, and I've never, just a bloke got on with no top. I'm going to have to find, it'll, it'll still be on my Facebook. I'm going to have to find the photo, and I'll put it on my socials. Might make it for the next trailer. A bloke got on, and I'm having a lovely time on the bus. And he just got on, he sat in front of us, and he just had his top off. And I don't know what was going on with his back. I don't know if he had eczema or whatever, but it was just, 
all I saw for the whole journey. Imagine somebody just put like a screen in front of your face and it was just like a manky, red, flaky back. And he, he just sat on the bus with no top on, like, now it was the bother. I miss Manchester for those things, you know. <laughs> I had a great time living in Manchester, I really did. It was That was my, like, university period for me. I went to uni at, at Newcastle and I wasn't meant to. I was meant to go to Edinburgh, but I was doing maths and I only got a B at A-level and that was like me whole... My whole plans were crushed then. I was like, oh, I was gonna go, I was gonna go to Edinburgh, and I was gonna, I was gonna live with me mate John, and everything was gonna be great. And you know, like that, that that was the first time when when everything doesn't go the way you expect it to go. So I got into Newcastle University on on clearing. Um, they let us in, but then obviously it was too late for us to sort any sort of accommodation out. So I just had like a so-so experience at university, and and what did me head in was it like. It got hyped up so much in sixth form, like, oh, university's going to be the best days of your life. They're going to be fantastic. And I'm like, oh, right. And I knew all my mates were away. They were staying in, you know, accommodation and all that. And it was it was great. But so this is how sad my freshers week was. So I, I, it was sixth form results day and I didn't get the, the results I wanted. So so now I'm, I'm frantically trying to find a university. It ends up being Newcastle and I can't get an accommodation anywhere. So and I'm sure my mom and dad were thrilled about it. I was like, well, I'm going to have to live just stay at home with my mum and dad. I'm sure they were probably looking forward to having a bit more space and all that. So, yeah, just, it was a really... And then, obviously, I didn't drive, and I didn't have a lot of money, so I was getting the metro. Like, you couldn't be getting taxis here, there, and everywhere, so you were, like, restricted by the metro, because I was in Felgate. So everywhere you went, you kind of just had to get the metro back at 11, and, you know, it was just... Yeah, it was just a bit crap, really. Um, and I met this other lad. I was, like, trying so hard to make friends. And I met this lad, and I can't even remember his name, like, because we didn't speak after Freshers Week. We just, he was, like, in a similar position to me. He was, I think it was Casalises, which is one of the university campuses. That's where he was staying. So as the week progressed, he got friendly with more and more people he was living with, and there was less need for him to hang around with me. <laughs> so, yeah, we just did. Do you know that? Do you know that voucher book you get at university where it's like, hey, it's Freshers Week, two for one on Burger King, two subways, you can go bowling, you know, only a pound for bowling. We just, me, this this lad and I, we just did the whole voucher book together and like, try, like I tried my best to like <laughs> just make a friend, but trying to make a friend when you're 18 is so hard, honestly. So we'll just go to Subway one time and then we'll go bowling the other. The, I think the saddest moment that I've got in me, <laughs> one of the vouchers was uh, buy one, get one free on the roller coaster at Metroland. Um, so if you don't know Metroland, if you don't know the Metro Centre, the Metro Centre is just a big shopping centre. Back in the day, it used to have its own little theme parks a bit much. A fair might be underselling it. So somewhere in the middle, correct us if I'm wrong, but you know, I, you know, it was a pretty good fair. It had a Walter, had a Dodgems, it's had its own roller coaster. This is all inside a shopping centre as well. Metroland was great, but not the place to go when you're 18 and you're at uni. And so he and I, we got the bus from Newcastle to Gateshead and then got the Metro from Gateshead to the Metro Centre, went to Metroland, went on the roller coaster together. You go around twice, thankfully. So at least it wasn't, you know, it was one go, but you went around twice. And then we just 
went went home and i think that was the last i've ever seen him this again it's really sad but he stopped replying to me texts i was like hey you know it's the big uh it's the big disco night i mean disco but you know it's the big night on friday and um, what time do you want to meet and nothing oh and then the day of like nothing so if if that's you if you remember being mates with somebody around about what is it 2005 uh, for freshers week just want to tell you no hard feelings i don't think it was a great experience for for either of us but i hope i still remember the roller coaster and wherever you are out there i hope you do too and i hope you're doing all right (laughs) ah the metro center was good man that was a good place to go when you were a kid i mentioned i was in birmingham and i saw that warhammer place that's where and again this is this is horrible you know but this i'm not proud of this but this is where like um where i think when you're at school and you're an adolescent and you anything i did i was it was insecure it was out of your own insecurities and it's out of your own vulnerability but people playing dungeons and dragons or people playing you know those type of games with the multi-side dice uh, or die or whatever i'm not lunch or tea dice whatever right fine Uh, but people playing those games we would just go in and like call them geeks and try and get a member of staff to give away a chase and that's that's how pathetic our (laughs) little childhood was sometimes it was fun getting the chase though it really was i mentioned that the metroland was there, there, the big theme park. So the, with the theme park or the big fair, it used to come with its own Metroland wizard. So it just used to be this big bloke in a big wizard suit. So you had the, you had like a, the, the fake hat on with the fake face. Imagine just like a big giant gnome just walking around. And I remember one time, we'd, I don't know what we'd done, but we were getting a chase in the Metro Center from, from the wizard. He chased out all the way into the car park. You couldn't run for laughing. But if you laugh too much... The wizard was going to get you. It was great. It's still fun getting a chase now, isn't it? It's still great. I think the last chase I got, it was actually, it wasn't that long ago. It was maybe three years ago. And and I know this because I was in Shields. It was me, uh, Chris Ramsey from Shag Married Annoyed. Who had episode five? Hands up. Who had episode five before I mentioned him? Anyone? Episode five. So it was he and I and like uh, all, all of us Shields friends and we're going out for a curry. And I know it was back when he was doing Strictly Come Dancing. So I wasn't seeing him as much. So when he was back home, it was great. I was like, right, great. Curry, a few drinks. I think we went bowling, actually. We might have, might have still had that voucher left over from, from uni. But all the lads went bowling. It was great. So bowling, and then the night kind of split into people who wanted to continue drinking and people who were happy just to go and have a curry and quietly end the night. So I think it was about, it, it, it worked out about, you know, 10% of them curry, 90% of them going absolutely crackers, you know, dusk, Atlantic, whatever. We all go for this curry. And for whatever reason, I don't think you could get a taxi or, or where we were going to, the person's house we were going to. It wasn't too far away from Ocean Road where you get your curries. We were just like having a, this. Look, it was like a 20 minute walk and we're all thought, you know what, we'll, we'll kind of walk the curry off. We're all in with 30s here. We're all late 30s, right? When we go home, we're not lying. It's not, we don't need any Gaviscons or we might do, but you know, the curry's not lying on you. We've had a nice half an hour walk just to walk it off. And we must have been walking past the county. I remember that. I don't know what the name of the, the road is in South Shields, but we're walking past the county and, uh, you know, past the, past the tennis courts and then up this road that's going to eventually lead you to Temple Park. <laughs> it's a bit of a nice road. As well. <laughs> and I don't know why I did this, because I'm pranking myself at the same time. I'm pranking myself because I know that whatever I'm going to inflict on the lads, I'm going to have to join in. But everyone's walking. Everyone's quite ginger, you know, gingerly walking, just like, oh, God, a bit full of, full of curry and that. Everyone's just having a nice little, you know, hey, I haven't seen you for a while and all that. Before they knew it, they just hurt me just, and I just knocked on three people's doors. 
just, just, hey, let's have an impromptu game of knocking nine doors. I'm like 33 years old at the time. Before I know it, I see this, this five or six lads going, oh, call your fucking dad. <laughs> and again, we're all just running. I'm laughing my head off. I'm having to run. Everyone's full of curry. Everyone's absolutely good. <laughs> and Ramsey just came over to us. He was like, yeah, mate, what are you doing? I was like, oh, no, it's great, isn't it? Everyone's full of curry. He went, mate, I'm on Strictly. <laughs> I'm on Strictly. <laughs> You've got us playing Knocky Nine Toes full of curry. <laughs> I love a good chase. I want to know what what good chase story have you got? You you t- you get in touch. I want to hear from you. What good chase story? Be it as a kid, an adult, probably. For, if you can be an adult and you get a chase somehow, because you, I think it it evokes that emotion of not being able. Do you know when you're at school and the teacher's telling you off and you're not able to laugh? Like there's something so nostalgic. There's something so innocent about that, and you know you kind of crave that or you kind of miss that as an adult. So if you've got any stories, get in touch. Call Hutchinson Podcast at Gmail dot com. So we're in pool last night. I have to say it like that because I've got the E at the end. Say pool. So swimming pool, but I was in pool. I went to pool to go in the pool. I went to pool to go in the right. Carl, shut up. Okay. Right. I was in pool last night and uh, then we drove straight to Yeovil. So we've got Yeovil Westlands tonight. That'll be fun. Looking forward to that. And uh, well, you know what? It's always it's always a bit sad going to Westlands because if you've ever been, if you're in Yeovil, you'll know that the venue is like right in the middle of a house in the state, so there's just like regular houses all around uh, the Westlands, and it's like like I think it's a leisure centre as well. But you always got this lovely cat that would come. It just belonged to one of the one of the neighbours, right? And he would always come, and he was known as the venue's cat. He was called Alfie. He was this lovely tabby cat, and I always used to go, and I used to give him a little stroke. He used to come into the green room, and he just used to, and we just used to hang out. So it was it was really nice, and you know, I'm sure a lot of people have had a similar relationship with this cat and and then he died bless him a few few years ago and so I took Luna to the vets because she needed to get spayed bless her she needed to get fixed and um so I hadn't been to that vets for a few months so the last time I was at the vets was when my old cat died Nix and I wasn't expecting it at all I didn't know I didn't know what had happened but I went in and I went into the operating room like where where I was picking up Luna so you, you drop her off in another room and you pick her up but in this room the last time I was in this room is when um I got told that me old like Nix's uh, kidneys had went and and you should uh, I mean thankfully she died quite peacefully like yeah uh, two um oh, fuck's sake I'm getting a bit upset thinking about it um yeah she died like two days after the after I'd taken her to the vet so um thankfully I know that um I know it was at least peaceful for her, so it was weird because I'm, I'm in the vets and um, we're just talking, and then I had this realization of where I was, and I, and I was just like, oh god, and so it's so weird because it's just the vets saying to me like, she's made a full recovery, <laughs> um, she's doing absolutely fine, she's had a little bit of food, she's very friendly, and she just sees me like tearing up, <laughs> like I was like I'm not enjoying this good news. I had to explain her what was going on. So they were great. I'm sure they must get it all the time, you know. But yeah, I'm going to Yeovil tonight, and uh, there'll be no Alfie. But I'm I'm I look forward to see if there's a new a new venue cat. But I like I say, we're in pool, and the last time we we're here, it I, I remembered that we were staying over in the hotel. So we got back, and there was just this horrible bloke, just like 
I think it was like there was like a load of contractors, like there were a load of builders, and this this one guy, he was like everyone else had went to bed, and like him and his mate were staying up, and he still had his high visor and he had his work boots on. This is like eleven o'clock at night, so God knows what the hell they'd been doing, right? He had all the gear on, and we got in, and he immediately started talking to us. And you know, you have to. You have to get a bit of nouse from time to time. You can't just go, yeah, mate, fuck off. I'm tired. Do you know what I mean? Because you know that he's going, what? And then he'll, I challenge you to a pump off. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be that sort of thing. So you go, to keep the peace, start chatting and this and that. So I'm chatting to this guy. He's from London. He's a Cockney. I'm from Newcastle. He's not understanding my accent whatsoever. And and he's furious that I've got it as well. He's like, you all right? I went, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, how are you? He's like, what? You what? Hey, where are you? And I was like, oh, God. So, you know, there's only so much of that you can stand. So me and Anth, we're just, we're, we're having some pints and we're trying not to, trying to keep ourselves to ourselves and we're ordering some food on Just Eat. Everyone coming in, he's, 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 he's trying it on, do you know what I mean? He's trying, he's either trying to have a fight or pull somebody. He's literally the worst, grossest man I've ever met. And, you know, half an hour goes past or whatever and I see the Just Eat car come outside and they haven't given us a notification. I thought, you know what, I'm going to go out just, just in case. And it turned out it was my food. But he was out having a cigarette and I'm, I'm behind him and I watched him go to his menu and he went, yeah, watch this. And he went to go and take like me kebab or me curry or whatever. So I had to just, at that point, I just had to like push past both of them. Like I'm part in the Red Sea. I was like, no, thank you. And I took it and he just went, you went, oh, what do you think I was going to take your kebab? I went, yes, because I just watched you say, watch this. Of course, you were, what do you take us for? And I went, somebody who's going to try and steal me kebab. And then I was like, right, okay, that's it. Thankfully, I got a laugh out of that. So, you know, I got a laugh and, you know, he had a chuckle and I was like, right, I'm, I'm going to bed. So I said goodnight to the guy behind the, the counter and he was like, goodnight. And then the guy in the hives, <laughs> he came through and he and the guy behind the counter went goodnight to him. And he was like, oh, we're going nowhere, you cunt. And he sat back down. I was like, oh, that sounds... And then I just saw this poor, sweet couple come in. Uh, they they were, they looked like they were in the 70s or something. They'd been, like, had a big, long drive. I saw them come in with suitcase, and I just thought, you know what, I really, I really don't... <laughs> I really don't envy this the, the next 10 minutes that you have to endure while you're checking in and or having a little drink at the bar, which you should be entitled to. And I thought that was going to be it. But then I got up. I went to the vending machine because I wanted a chocolate bar because I'm a greedy sir. And as I was down, well, in fact, you know what? As I was down, um, I asked Ant to retrieve all the voice notes that I sent him last September in pool. Thankfully, he still got them. So he sent us over. So I'm going to play you now the voice note that I sent Anth when I come back down to this hotel going for a chocolate bar between the old couple and this monkey high-vis guy. So here we go. Hey, mate, we, we got out of Dodge at the right time. I just went down to the vending machine to get a bar of chocolate because I'm a greedy bastard. And um, remember that old couple that came in right at the end? Um, <clears throat> they were complaining to the staff about that horrible fucking cockney. So I stood at the vending machine as long as I could. <laughs> so apparently he called them a couple of cunts. <laughs> so we got the kebab half. I reckon I've riled them up by taking that kebab off them. But I went down and you, it was literally like the aftermath of an argument. And it was just... I'm really glad we dodged it. Honestly, like, they were just going, like, they were going like, it was like being on a building site. 
Honestly, though, mate, like, when you think about it, like, he was having an all right time until I turned up. Oh, come on, we'll nick this guy. I went, no, 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 no. So it's like, I reckon he's full of hell. And I went, right, I'm going to bed. Fucking kicked off with him. <laughs> just think of that poor guy at reception. He just went, good night. And I went, oh, good night, mate. I've got one. Yeah, you too. Good night. Oh, we're not going anyway, you fucking cunt. <laughs> well, you have ruined that old couple's night. I hope you're very proud of yourself for upsetting the big bad builder, you bastard. Well, I think that's all we've got time for. I want, I want to plug some dates, actually. I'm going to be doing the Manchester. If you want to see me, I'm a, I'm a, if you just get into us via the podcast, I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm on tour at the moment. I'm going to be doing Manchester, Frog and Bucket, Blackburn, King George's Hall, Leeds Wardrobe. All the dates are going to be on my website, carlhutchinson.net. And just added, for the London listeners, I notice I've got a big, big portion of people in London listening. I've put this on just for you. I'm going to do the Top Secret Comedy Club in London. It's on Drury Lane. It's going to be the 6th of December, and it's at 6 o'clock. So you can get a little early early finish from work, get yourself straight there, and I can get the last train home. Everyone's happy. Thank you very much to everyone listening. If you've got a story based on anything I've said, get in touch. Call Hutchinson Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. See you next week. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.